0: raw report on kbla talk 1580 where we bring you the latest in entertainment news trending topics and interviews i'm your host robin ayres with you monday through friday listening to this jam put a ring on it. We are talking about putting a ring on it today. What does that mean? And uh, so much more to unpack with this topic. We actually have a a really great show for you today lined up with a really great contributor whom I'm always happy to be in conversation with. Uh, What is it? It's Tuesday. It's, you know, it's like these days, you don't quite know what day of the week it is. Andy, are you kind of in that or, you know, are you are you better than I am right now? And you kind of know which which way is up and which way is down
1: i kind of know what it is what i don't know is the time sometimes
0: i'm telling you we don't know listen i saw i saw i think uh, a meme or something like that on social media that says every night around 10 o'clock i realize that it's only 6 p.m
1: you feel me let me tell you something. I come Somebody's up in here.
0: genius. Uh-huh. I come
1: up in here and it's daytime Yeah. as soon as I come out it's just dark. Like I feel like I don't get enough sunlight.
0: Absolutely. I well I feel the same way too. I mean I used to walk out of the building and, and the sun was still shining. I mean really shining. And now it is pitch dark these days but um, you know we'll, we'll be back to normal. We'll get back on track. Um, as you already know it is the week of Thanksgiving. I'm very excited about that. I want to know what you guys are all thankful for. Um, I I do have a question of the day for you, and I'll and I'll put that inside of the inside of our poll for you guys to vote on. But the question related to Thanksgiving, of course, is how long can you eat Thanksgiving leftovers? Is it one day, three days, five days, or something else? You guys will let me know. I'll put that in the uh, chat. Let me go ahead and get to a couple of these. Um, updates for you so comedian actor mike epps and his wife kyra um it seems as though they are back on track to be buying up his childhood block i think this is so dope i think anybody number one i respect anybody who gets in the game and then they have a tendency to transcend and diversify their portfolio and that That seems to be what Mike Epps is doing along with his wife. He began this process about 20 years ago, but he is buying back the block from where he used to live. So I think that's pretty cool. Shout out to him for that and creating his uh, generational wealth for his his beautiful kids. Um, Also, uh, this is amazing as well. This actually really makes my heart warm. Felicia Horowitz, if you're familiar with her and her husband, Ben, who's an investor, She actually started something. Um, This is the Paid in Full Foundation. They actually created the first ever Grandmaster Awards. um, They have recipients for the very first time. The very first time the Grandmaster Awards, has uh, it's a hip-hop Grandmaster Awards, has ever taken place. And the recipients are none other than another one of my favorites hip-hop legend Rakim and Scarface and they were both awarded they were granted $500,000 grants to continue doing music it's it's amazing basically what they're trying to do here is just acknowledge and recognize and honor some of these these legends who started this you know and um and then give them a little bit of something to kind of fall back on and continue to do music. And so I love it. I love Rakim. Definitely Scarface as well. But shout out to them. Let's go ahead and get into the Rob Report, Andy.
2: Now it's time
1: for a breakdown.
0: Okay, we're talking Chad Ocho Cinco. We found out he spent big bucks on his uh, fiance's engagement ring. But what does research say about this? I did my own research because, of course, you know, Ocho Cinco, he's always in talks and he has like this little podcast with Shannon Sharp and they're really funny together. I love watching it. And Shannon Sharp actually threw something at him. He threw something out there and I thought he was just talking until I did my own research. We will show you and we'll talk about what the research says about expensive engagement rings versus not. Uh, we'll break that down for you. We're also going to be talking about Angelina Jolie's daughter, her black daughter, Ethiopian daughter, Zahara Marley Jolie. uh She is in Spelman. Shout out to the HBCUs. Um, she is, if you did not know, Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt's daughter. She is uh, the daughter of the both of them. We'll talk about what that looks like. She has five other siblings. None of them are black. What does that look like for a child who grows up the way that she has, uh, completely different from everybody else in her family, but now she is at an HBCU? We have somebody incredible who we're going to talk with that uh, talk about that with on the other side. And we're going to get all the way to it when we come forward. You're listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Stay there.
1: Hey, what's up? It's your girl BB, and you're listening to me on the Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580.
0: All right. Well, it the the poll is up right now. It's looking like most most people agree you're only eating the Thanksgiving le- leftovers for three days. <laughs> well, I don't know. We'll see. To me, it's just like how long does it last? Now, there are some things. Now, nah, I'm not going to go overboard. Not not seven days. Andy, you are a uh, however long it lasts. Kinda? However
1: long it lasts, a week, maybe even two.
0: <laughs> oh, two days. Okay. It must be some good Thanksgiving dinner leftovers. Okay. All right. No doubt. Let's go ahead and get to our contributor who I'm so excited to have this conversation with. Please welcome back to the Raw Report, Whitley J. Yates. Hello T. Whitley. How are you today?
2: I'm so great. Getting ready for the holidays. Excited to spend time with family. Oh, absolutely. Friends.
0: Very nice. Now, are you a uh, a friendsgiving kind of girl, or uh, just really is about family for you?
2: I've done a couple of friendsgivings thus far. I've okay. been to like two of them. Okay. So I'm I mix and match the day of uh, my family and my church. We usually go down and we serve the homeless through the Mosel Sanders. Love that. Um, Fund and then we go and have Thanksgiving, but this year I'll be at my my man's house. So my man, my (laughs) man. Okay, I'm I'm not. I'm gonna pull up to my man, my man, my (laughs) man's house. This Thanksgiving, okay, first Thanksgiving together. Very personally. good,
0: very good. Well, I know you are. Uh, I'm asking people uh, over in our YouTube to answer for me what you're thankful for. You are thankful for your family and my man. I'm not mad at you, Willie. Really. <laughs> okay, well, good. Um, I'm excited for you to have that that uh, with your with your man this this year. Are you a one, three, or five day eater of leftovers for Thanksgiving? I'm definitely a
2: five-day eater.
0: Okay. All right. All right. Um, we are in the building. But
2: uh-huh. but I don't eat any meat okay. that is five days old. Okay. I only rock with the sides. The okay. macaroni and cheese, the greens or dressing Depending on your household mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I only eat the sides I will not eat the meat I don't okay. know It's something about the meat mm.
0: Okay <laughs> That's fair mm. That's fair Okay You sound like you rocking With me and Andy But not on the meat thing Not on the meat thing I not hear you Not on the
2: meat You okay. can't be warming up Something about that ham Five, seven <laughs> days later It's not It's not It's not kosher okay. I'm actually worried about Andy It's giving salmonella <laughs> it's,
0: no, I think I think the, the meat I think the, I don't even know if the meat last more than five to seven days to be honest with you. I think people go for the meat. You gotta you gotta take care of business. You gotta stand on business is what they say. Um let's go ahead and jump right into this this conversation. Now again I told you Chad Ochocinco Johnson as well as Shannon Sharp they're always getting online and they're uh chatting about all kinds of things. At this point, we've played several of their clips. Uh, this time they're talking about uh, engagement rings and, and the wedding that Chad Ocho Cinco is looking forward to and all of that. But Shannon uh, uncle, uncle with uncle was what they call him. But unk, he mentions that um, a, a very specific fact in here, or according to his research, this is what he mentioned when they were talking about engagement rings. Let's take a listen.
1: Studies show, the more money you spend on engagement rings, the more probable it is for divorce. How much money you spend on rails? On rail ring? Mm hmm. It wasn't number, It wasn't, I think, it wasn't number about like $225, $250. 225 what?
0: <laughs>
1: what $225? No. Nah. Well, I don't play. I don't play. Listen, when it comes come to her, I don't play. I'm, I'm open. I'm open up my purse now. Yeah. Yeah, that, that wasn't much. That one much that one that wasn't nothing either. That ain't even the wedding. Huh? That ain't even the wedding. Oh, you know I'm finna cut up at the wedding. Can I tell you how the wedding gonna be? Let me tell you. Yeah, hey, you make sure make
0: sure We're make- not gonna get into the whole thing. We don't have a ton of time. But he says that uh basically studies show. And so I didn't I didn't necessarily believe it, Willie. So I went to the internet myself and I pulled up several different uh articles that Mentioned this. I'll I'll speak of one specifically. Emory University. They did. It says a comprehensive study, and basically what it showed is that women whose engagement rings cost over twenty thousand dollars are three and a half mo- times more likely to get divorced than those in the five thousand to ten thousand dollar range. And it says men who spend two thousand to four thousand on their wife's ring got divorced one and a half times more than those who dropped between five hundred and two thousand. Um, what 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 are you what are you making of this? I mean, that's a whole study. Several people have have now uh, done studies. Is do you feel like that has some truth to it? I don't know if you have any experience or know people with experience in this.
2: I'm gonna say it has some truth to it. Oh Lord, and okay.
0: Look, context before content.
2: Chad Oshotsegal, this is not his first marriage. Okay. This ain't his first <laughs> ring. So, if we think back to circa 2012, basketball wise, he was engaged and married to Evelyn Lozado. Got her a 10-carat ring, yeah. 10 carat ring, yeah. 10 carat on her finger. Over a million dollars he spent on that ring, and they weren't even married 365
0: days. Oh. When you put it that way, Whitley. Oh my goodness gracious! Yeah, I remember that. I remember that well. Been married for a year. Yeah,
2: and he. We all know that Chad Ochocinco is very frugal. He yes. does not like to spend his money. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure he told himself, "I'm not even gonna. I'm just spending no million dollars." I think his um, new fiance's ring is seven point five carats. Okay. Uh, so he went from ten to seven point five. He spent a million on the first one and only 200 some thousand on the second one. So I think in his eyes, he feels like he's winning.
0: Yeah. Okay. Because when you put it that way, yes. on
2: yeah. this one yeah. than the first one. Context. However, that is grand, context. <laughs> right. Right. In the grand scheme of probability and the studies <laughs> that you cited, it's not
0: looking good for Ocho Senko this time around either. <laughs> I don't know if the second time is the charm. I hope, okay, for his sake and for the sake of his fiance. Her name is Sherelle Rosado, by the way. She is, um she's sort of a boss in her own right. Um, Sherelle, she does her own thing. She's she does very well for herself in real estate. She was actually on a television show. Um, she had her own real estate. Um reality show where she was the boss she actually um is is doing fantastic so what i hope is that she brings a lot to the table and and again a lot of these things it, it doesn't even matter monetarily it doesn't matter it does matter it is a factor but what i'm saying is you need to bring a lot more than just money to the table if you want your relationship and your wedding or your marriage rather to be long lasting and She seems like a a woman who's got the right head on her shoulders. Personally, I think he's winning. Personally, I think Chad O'Chaseko is winning. Um, I do not know her, so this is just on a whim. She just seems like the type of woman that um, she's very different than the type of women we see today in today's world, if that makes any sense. Um, She just seems like she's from more of the old school, uh, how she is and how she carries herself. So I have high hopes for them, I guess. Um, but he may, so Shannon Sharp actually does make a good point though. He says that we're, that's not even, that's not even the wedding. So now, I mean, yeah. do you feel that? Cause I still feel like that is a factor when women think a lot of women and, and not all of them, but a lot happen to think that they win when they're getting this expensive wedding ring, engagement ring and they're not even thinking about what it really takes to carry on this relationship, this marriage. Um, what do you think about that? Because I, I, I have all these kinds of conversations all the time. I have a lot of single um, women who are, or single friends, who are women, and um, the the conversations that we have, my friends. They're from the old school, too. they're like, "Just give me something nice, like it doesn't have to be super expensive because they're they're from a different generation. but this generation, this new this new young generation, I feel like they really are about um you 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 prove your love to me by showing me the size of the ring or the expense of the ring. You know, I'm happy that
2: Ms. Rosado didn't compare. Her ring to Evelyn's and be like, well, you gave her 10 years and I'm only getting 7.5. I'm happy that that was not a conversation. I wish he would not date reality TV personalities. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, Evelyn Lozado, Miss Rosado, I don't, I don't know. Um, but what I will say is there has been a lot of weight. And a lot of attention placed on the symbolic gesture of the ring and not the substance of the relationship. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think that in today's society where optics um, rule, Mm -hmm. people want the flashy and they want the symbol. Because to them, that is a symbol of this person's love. As opposed to the substance in which the relationship is built on and how this relationship will be able to withstand the test of time and the trials and tribulations that come with doing life together. And so I think, you know, to be honest, people should really care less about the ring, mm-hmm. the symbolism of the ring. Um, And should just really focus on making sure that they create a bond that is impenetrable from anything and that they'll be able to kind of, you know, go through the highs
0: and the lows, ups and downs. You over here uh, dropping nuggets and bars and whatnot. Um, (laughs) Let's talk about that a little bit more, though. Right now, um, obviously, we're in the day and age of social media and people have a, a love of admiring other people's relationships, romanticizing other people's relationships. And... A lot of people fall they fall into that trap where you might be in a relationship and you take a cute picture with your man and you want to post it up for everybody to see. And you're pro black love or whatever kind of love. And you want people to um, comment and and adore your relationship from far. Uh, Is that is that an issue that you see or is that sort of dying down? Was that a trend that's no longer trending or, or where do you see that? Sort of going right now, the trajectory of how people try to romanticize their relationships. No, I don't see it going down. I feel like it's getting worse. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I feel like, I feel
2: like, in the absence of that Jada and that Will love, in the absence of Kiki and Harbu, in the absence of these relationships that have been overly romanticized. Uh yeah and these marriages that have been overly romanticized there is not a void for a new one um and so i feel like people are going to continue to want to persuade people that you know publicly everything is perfect look at what i have and everything Mm. is great as opposed to just providing us real elements of what they're going through Um, And I really think if people provided real elements of what they were going through, more people would actually follow and subscribe to their content because they would learn from the trials and tribulations that you face.
0: Yeah, you are. You are absolutely right. Uh, Thomas Outlaw says I paid two thousand dollars on the ring, but my future bride picked her ring. That's always a good idea, too. Um, Andy,
1: I agree with you. Uh, The last part, you know, it would be dope if people showed you know, the ups and downs. Uh, Of one's relationships, but let's keep it real on social media. Don't nobody want to see nobody's downs like that. You know what I'm saying?
0: I I disagree, Andy. I disagree.
1: Well, I I guess I'm I'm gonna speak from a general perspective. Like, I ideally I think it would be dope to see the ups and downs, but I think, you know, I'm speaking from an anecdotal perspective. I have somebody that I follow, Mm -hmm. uh, an acquaintance, and every time he posts, it's just all the way negative. All well, the way negative.
0: I, I I hear that. Now, that's different. If you are if, if the majority of what you're posting is negative, that's different. I feel like w- we are longing for something real. You know, I think the times of the facade are done. You know, at one point, uh, obviously, that was on the rise. Everybody wanted to. You know, did you know they actually started selling um, private jet setups where you can go and <laughs> and take photo and do a whole photo shoot on a private jet seemingly uh, like a real private jet. And it was a whole photo shoot just to make it look like you were you were out there living your best life. They have these things, these types of things set up for people to put on this facade. But we're 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 wiser now. We understand what's going on. So I think people are starting to really yearn for something real. So when when people are showing the the ups and and the downs and the highs and lows of their relationship, I think people really want to see that. Andy.
1: So I agree with that being said, then we should embrace what we've witnessed and seen from Will and Jada right now. Then if that's the case.
0: Yes, I think the problem with that is people feel duped by Will and Jada. If It's like, okay, for 20-plus years, you guys have made it seem as though you are sort of the blueprint and that you are the, uh, the epitome of black love, but now we find out that that's not the case. Now, can they redeem themselves? I believe that they can. I actually think that people would love to see them uh, reconcile publicly or not, um, but r- in real, real life. And... uh you know, kind of come together again. But I think people feel duped by that. Whitley? For sure.
2: And it's just there's a level of disrespect that has come from that situation and how the story was told and how things mm-hmm. got out. Actually, we kind of saw this with um, the XNBA star Joe Smith and his wife who had an issue recently mm-hmm. where he found out she was on OnlyFans. And it's like, we want to see the real, but what we don't want you to do is disrespect your partner. And yes. there's a difference between sharing a struggle that you're going through um, and disrespecting your partner or being inflammatory towards the person that you are supposed to be in love with, building a bond with, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of felt this way. So I got to admit, back in the day, I went to the Pasadena library and I checked out. The book written by Megan Good and Devon Franklin Mm -hmm. about waiting
0: for Hold on, <laughs> hold on, Whitley. Partners. Whitley, wait. It sounds like you about to get into something that I want to hear, but we got you have to put a pin in that and continue that on the other side cuz I want to hear. I never read the book. Now you're going to you're going to let us know what your revelation was <laughs> on the other side. Um and I'll give you my take on relationships before we tie a bow on that conversation. But right now we have news, traffic and sports. You are listening to the Rob Report on KBLA Talk 1580.
1: Yo, what's going on? It's your boy, Eric Bellinger, hanging out right here with my family at The Raw Report. Keep it live.
0: You are listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. What am I thankful for this week? I am thankful for Andy... (laughs) Number one, all the music that Andy provides and the vibe that he provides for our show. But I'm also thankful that I get to see Andy vibe out to these songs. It is like one of the joys of my day, Andy. I'd like to say thank you. And I'm thankful for you, Andy, truly. And we all are. We all are. People love you, actually. People, our listeners of The Raw Report love Andy, for real. They be like, hey, Robin, but hey, Andy, too. Like, it ain't about me. It's, It's about us, Andy.
1: And you know what? I love y'all too.
0: <laughs> what's this voice? That we, what's That's this Keith late Lee. night. That's the That's Keith Keith Lee Lee
2: voice.
1: <laughs> hey man, you know, you said love, so it's only right. No lower my voice got to knock. Oh in, my so. goodness. Okay. It's too early right now.
0: It's bro. too okay, Andy. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. Let's go ahead and get back to <laughs> Let's get back to this poll here. I love I love I love this show. I love doing this show truly. Um now <laughs> before uh, on the other side, I was asking you guys what you think about the leftovers. It looks like majority of you are are at a 3 day At at around a three day, 73 percent say three days, 27 percent say five days. And nobody said one day because we're eating all of those Thanksgiving Day leftovers. And I'm not mad at that, Um, Whitley. So before we went to our break, you were telling us about going to the to the library and getting the book from. Uh, Devon Franklin and Megan Good called Wait. Now we were talking about relationships and whatnot. Give me give give us the, the story on this. You know, it was a rough time in my life, and I was <laughs> I was looking for answers
2: at the Pasadena Library. Okay. And I read the book and I was like, I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna practice the weight and I'm gonna find the one that God has for me. It's very much given Christian Mingle. <laughs> and the, the reason why is because I romanticized their relationship. I see. I genuinely thought, and honestly, it had a lot to do with the position that Devon was in and the public persona of Megan Good. So the oh, fact right. that he's like a pastor and a preacher. I really felt like if anyone has the keys, it's going to be this man of the cloth. Mm -hmm. It's the clergy.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: Um, And we see where that has led. She left the man of the cloth, and now she's with the guy with the Marvel, Jonathan Majors. (laughs) I mean, the divorce wasn't even warm yet, and she is traipsing off holding hands. With that black Adonis. So I just, um, I've stopped doing that. I realize Mm -hmm. now celebrities and people are literally just that. They're just people. That's right. And so putting their relationship on a pedestal or even thinking they've got the keys, they've got the knowledge, et cetera, et cetera. You know, it's just, it's not beneficial because you really don't know. You only, they only let you see what they want you to
0: see. Hmm. You are preaching real good over here. Uh, for those who don't know the weight, the book that Whitley is talking about, uh, it's the the powerhouses. Devon Franklin, who's a, you know, at this point, a mega producer and actress Megan Good, who were married, but they co-wrote a book together. It was a New York Times bestseller, and they basically shared candidly shared their courtship, their marriage. And they say the key to their success, which was waiting to be intimate before they were married. But yeah, a lot of people definitely romanticized their relationship and wound up seeing that, you know, again, like you just mentioned, they're just people, Hollywood celebrities are just people. Um, but even, even if not Hollywood celebrities, I wanted to give my final take on this before we move forward. Um, I've been married for 18 is it 18 is it 19 years now? Okay, it's been a while. Okay. <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for that, Andy. Um here's the deal. I originally, you know, we were we were all on Facebook and and sharing our love and and writing on each other's pages and people would come and comment behind us like, "Oh my gosh, you guys are perfect. You guys are, you know, relationship goals and black love. Um, and. That happened for a few years. And, you know, we had children and, you know, they came into the fold and we were posting them. And it just looked like this very happy, go-lucky family. It was Cosby 2.0 <laughs> or maybe Ooh. not. I don't know. That's what it was giving. It was definitely giving. The Huxtables. The Huxtables. The huxtables. The hu- thank you for, because it wasn't Cosby. It was definitely <laughs> Huxtables, okay? Just so we're clear. Um, But we were giving that that sort of image. and And I realized, you know... I don't want to put that out. I don't want people to romanticize my relationship because we are just like everybody else where you have to learn, you have to acclimate, you have to, um, you have to com- really commit through the uh, the ups and the downs and the highs and the lows and everything is not always perfect. And I never wanted to come across that way. So I completely stopped doing that and started to live more of a private life when it comes to my family because they are everything to me. I really cherish that indoors, in-house. And I'm like, I'm not sharing my family with the rest of the world, especially for you guys to set us all on a pedestal. So that's my take on it. I don't, I don't romanticize anybody's relationship. No, if you can show me that you've been through the ringer and that you've been through some hell and you've, if you, and you've managed to come back, you know, then we'll talk and we'll talk about relationship goals then. So that's all I got to say on that. Thank you for sharing your, uh, the weight, uh, book, or the, your your perception of the book, with us. I appreciate that, Willie. Let's go ahead and move on and talk about Zahara. Zahara Jolie. She is the daughter of Angelina Jolie, huge A-list actress, as well as A-list actor Brad Pitt. She is the uh, adoptive daughter of the both of them. But uh, reports are now that Zahara, she's eighteen year old daughter. She um she has dropped pit from her last name she no longer wants to carry her dad's last name I don't know what's going on with that I'm definitely not going to speculate because we don't know but this story is about Zahara now stepping up in in attending uh, Spellman College she is at an HBCU and uh, her mom has been there along the way all, all the way with her I mean she's you know like every other mom and daughter uh, she's very supportive and all that but Zahara is one of six kids And all of her siblings are white or Asian, uh, have an other background. She's the only black kid. So the Mm -hmm. fact that I see her going to an HBCU and finding sort of her tribe, not family. She has a family and I know she loves her family, but she found her tribe, meaning her identity. Um, She just joined... um, Did you, did you see, I I didn't get the exact, um, the, the sorority that she's with. Have, did you see the sorority that she was with by any chance Whitley?
2: She, yes, she's a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. Okay. Are you familiar?
0: I am familiar OK, share, please share. And and what and what wow. might she receive with that? My you know, my question is, first of all, I'm looking from a, a standpoint of like, wow, it just it warms my heart to see her uh, go to HB to, to spell to an HBCU. But um, moreover, I'm just looking at her sort of thrive in this uh, fraternity and just kind of seeing what this would mean for her. Give me your thoughts on it. And you sound like you either have experience or knowledge about it.
2: Yes. So I've always been a little bit worried about her (laughs) Mm. just because when Angelina went over there and got her and brought her back, I was like, oh, Lord. Um, And then when the other children came and it was just kind of like, you know, this wealth of diversity within the household, I was a little kind of wondering if she was able to really connect uh, with the culture. And I was really happy when I saw that come across. So I think her decision to go to an HBCU and not just any HBCU, but to Spelman is very indicative of who she wants to be. Um, I would say, you know, Spelman and Morehouse and Howard are like top echelons of historically black colleges and universities. And the women who've gone to Spelman, Some have made and created history. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think that she kind of fell in those footsteps um, of other graduates that, you know, have celebrity status. Now, I do think it's interesting that she joined um, Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. There's tons of people who went to Spelman and have done great things like Martin Luther King Jr.'s, daughter I believe um she went there Stacey Abrams uh went there Alice Walker I believe went there Mm -hmm. so tons of like phenomenal amazing black women have gone through Spelman and I think that um her joining aka is interesting because it was the first sorority um ever created and so all other sororities came after this one and I think that that's an interesting move but Also, I think that she's looking for a sisterhood that she may not have had growing up. Um, Because when you look at some of the siblings, um, I know that she was kind of the oldest one um, and didn't maybe have a really strong sisterhood. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's really what she's looking for. Um, Alpha Kappa Alpha is known for being ladies and being classy. And I think that that also kind of exemplifies where it is that she wants to go. And when you think of the types of women that are members of Alpha Kappa Alpha, Sorority Incorporated, including BP, Kamala Harris, including, um, oh, my goodness, I'm, I can see her face, but I can't think of her name. Who oh,
0: man. Alum from uh, Spelman. Spellman. <clears throat>
2: No, but just prominent members of Alpha Kappa Alpha sorority outside of
0: Kamala Harris.
2: There's so many of them. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the most notable is Rosa Parks. Mm. She's one of them. I think that it just has a long history and lineage of leadership and women of service. So I'm excited for this journey for her.
0: And I was excited to see her natural hair was out. Yeah, family, so. <laughs> Yeah. same here. Same here. I mean, I, I totally agree with you. Um, and when I look at, you know, someone told me this, a good friend of mine, her son wound up going uh, to, to Morehouse and she said, listen, um, you know, as a black man going into the world, for the most part, your formative years were around everybody else. So why don't you have an opportunity to go to an HBCU to be to find your people and to find your identity before you go off into the world? And I thought that was such an interesting way to put it, you know, for for anyone's kids these days who are who grow up around, of you know, a lot of diversity, such as my kids Um I would like for them to have an opportunity to go and and be surrounded by their people, so to speak, and learn a lot about their heritage, their ancestry. Not that they don't learn these things along the way, but just, you know um multiplied even going uh to an hbcu that is their choice i don't push that on anybody but um that's their choice but i think that's such an interesting way to look at it you know angelina jolie and brad pitts all of their kids you know they grew up in this household with all this diversity but how amazing is that to go to an hbcu at 18 years old before you go off into the world to you know really kind of come into your own um I was looking here. I couldn't find the other members that you were talking about, but I know with uh, Spellman. I was thinking specifically um, Camille Huxtable, or not Huxtable Cosby. <laughs> we were talking about the Huxtables. Mm-hmm. Felicia Rashad. Uh, What's she? Um, Howard, or no? She? Oh, she's the she's the, no, she's actually the dean over at uh, Howard. I think that's where w- what I'm thinking okay. about. Right. Um, so many other incredible women, though. But I definitely agree with you. Um, you know, I think this is a, an incredible opportunity for her to go over there and really kind of come into her own. All the love in the world to her siblings and to her parents, all the love in the world. But I definitely think uh, I am rooting for her and hoping she finds, you know, some great identity for herself at that school. Absolutely, And yeah. sisterhood because she didn't and have sisterhood. any sisters. That's right. She
2: didn't have any sisters. She was the only girl besides the mom in the house. And so I think yeah. going to an all girls college also embodies, you know, wanting that level of
0: sisterhood. So interesting. Congratulations enough. to her. Yeah, definitely. Um, interestingly enough, though, their their first child, their only biological child, Angelina Jolie and uh Brad Pitts, did have a young girl, Shiloh, if you remember, but she began to dress like a boy. And so I don't know if she—I I don't know her pronouns—and I'm sorry, but I don't know if she went ahead and and um, and and Shiloh is 17 years old. I don't know if she's transitioned. I don't know what, the, but she she presents as a young boy. So that's an interesting, interesting. See, I wasn't even gonna go there. No, it's.
2: <laughs> it's I interesting... knew that,
0: and I wasn't even gonna go there. I knew she's, it and I, was, you, I, I, did, I was, I just, she, she had all brothers. Yeah, she had, she had, <laughs> yeah. Well, to your point, yes. If she's presenting and living as a young boy, she had all brothers in the house. That is, so you're right about finding sisterhood. Thank you for saying, thank you for saying that. Um, Again, Whitley, I can't thank you enough. It's always a great joy when you uh, join me on The Raw Report. Thank you so much. And I'm I'm looking forward to our next phone conversation. Or, yeah, it's a phone conversation. It's a a phone call. I'm looking forward to the next conversation with you, Whitley. Where can everyone find you online? You guys can find me on Twitter, Instagram, at
2: Yates. Have a happy holiday. Stay safe and don't be fine with your family. It's
0: not worth it. It's not worth it. Happy, happy uh, holidays to you as well. And enjoy your time with your family and your man, your man, your man. We appreciate my man, my you. man, my man. And he's <laughs> listening right now. Okay, great. Shout out to him. <laughs> Hello to him. Um, enjoy your holiday. We'll talk with you soon.
2: All
0: right, bye. When we come forward, we've got your... Uh, Who's got next? We we got a who's got next for you and what not to miss on the other side. You are listening to the Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Stay there.
1: Hey, I'm Damian Young. I'm chilling with Robin on the Raw Report.
0: <laughs> okay, this one comes from Asaki. I believe that's how you say it. This is lonely at the top. It's a vibe. Check it out. <laughs>
2: Okay,
0: okay, okay, Asaki, I think that's how you say it,
1: I like it, it's called Lonely
0: at the Top, there's actually a new version with singer Her, who is uh, featured on this song as well, and it's it's a vibe, it is definitely a vibe, so uh, shout out to him. Uh, what I do not want you to miss. Now, I've had the opportunity uh, just this past weekend to go and support one of our fellow co-hosts here at KBLA Talk 1580, Angelique Francis, who who did her show live in the sweet spot. Um, it was fantastic. It was really, really great. And I enjoyed myself. And we heard from a woman who... Many people here know many people in L.A. they know about her name is Jackie Goucher. She is the mom of three or a lot of kids, but not a lot of kids. She's got three sons specifically who are also in the music business, who are very successful in the music business. One of them is Davion, and he is performing on November 26th at the Peppermint Club. It is pretty cool. They are all doing big things. When I say they're doing big things, they're all doing really big things. He is signed to uh, Def Jam. Uh, you may know her. one of her other sons. His name is D Smoke. He is great. Uh, and Inglewood Sir is another one. He is also fantastic. So um, shout out to all of them and doing some major things. Also, I want to say... Charlie Wilson is now set to receive a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Come on, uncle Charlie. I love that for him. I love that for him. Shout out to him. I know he recently had some back surgery and he's recovering from it. So, uh, this is great news all around. I would love to show up and be there for him. Uh, thank you guys so much. I see you all inside of our YouTube chat. I appreciate you all. We are right back at it again tomorrow. You already know what time it is. Um, It'll be fun because tomorrow's the last day. Remember, before our Thanksgiving break, I am your host, Robin Ayers. And remember, today and every day forward, be a blessing.